Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there is no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. It's your complaint, and you're allowed to have it. That's the luxury of the lounge is that you can complain about anything you'd like. No one can look at you and go, up, 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 there's bigger problems. No. Your problems are the biggest problems, and we are here to talk them out. And if you want your luxury lounge complaint read, Shelby, our producer, our our podcast mogul in the making, he is the man behind the curtain. He's reading all your emails, so send it in to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us with the title. Title it Luxury Lounge, and then let us know what you're talking about. Luxury Lounge. Ba-da-da-da. Luxury Lounge. Ba-da-da-da. So jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge and give us a little sauce, a little taste of what you're doing and send it in. Let us know. What are you complaining about? We want to complain with you. And we're here every Thursday. Make sure you share the show. Share, share, share. I'm putting out Instagram videos. I'm putting out videos on YouTube. Full episodes are on YouTube. Hi, YouTube land. And um, we, I'm on the road, people. I'm on the road. I want you to come to the shows. I'm in La Jolla this weekend. I'm in Minneapolis, Huntsville, Nashville, Dayton, D.C., Albany. I'm also doing You Up Live in Boston, San Francisco, L.A., Austin, Chicago, New York City. So all of those dates, if you heard a city that is near and dear to your heart, jaredfree.com, 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 go get your tickies. Also, bring a friend. I have been on the road, I have to say. It is such a blast meeting you on the road, seeing you on the road, meeting you, you know, talking with you. Um, it is really a pleasure, and I want to thank you all who have come to the shows and have brought friends that have become new fans. You know, one of you are a friend of someone who brought you way way back when. And so, what a beautiful thing! We're all connected. We're all sharing each other's spit. So, listen, keep sending your emails. Um, also, if you love the Luxury Lounge, we do a Patreon version, five dollars a month two extra podcasts a week. So every Monday I do Coffee with J-Train. So if you're listening now, it's two... I I can tell you that Monday's Coffee with J-Train two ago is about my experience at the TED Talk. So if you want to hear about the TED Talk, it's on that. I don't know what this week's episode is because we tape a week ahead of time. Um, But also every Friday I do a luxury lounge where you guarantee yourself to get your luxury lounge complaint read every week. So patreon.com slash Jared Freed to get involved with that. Very excited today's guest, an OKP of the show, original key player. I think it's their first time in the lounge. I've never been in the lounge. Welcome. I've never felt better in Isn't my life. Isn't it beautiful? This is first class. Baby. James Mattern. Thank you for coming on. Train. Choo-choo, baby. Love it. This Thank you great. for coming. Isn't it great to be in the lounge? Oh, this is phenomenal. Lots of leather-bound books. How are you? What's going on? James has a special coming out. It's called The Check Spot, okay? And it's coming out June 3rd. Again, on YouTube, this is, this is the new way. People are, you've made an investment. You've invested in yourself. You're putting out a piece, which is beautiful. A piece. It's it's unbelievable. It's in June 3rd. So we want everyone to go get subscribed to James's YouTube channel at The James Mattern. That's that's you on all platforms. That's that's, it. The The James James Mattern. Mattern. I don't want to get confused with any other goddamn James Mattern. The James Mattern. YouTube.com slash The James Mattern. He'll be all over my Instagram. I'll be posting. Tell us about the Check Spot special because I think what you're doing is a... It's a risk... Would you believe that? Yeah, well, <laughs> everyone told me that. You're, and I want to give a shout out. Uh, Jay's one of the people who encouraged me to do this. Mm-hmm. 
Years ago, I started doing this before the pandemic. I started recording the check spots when I was hosting a New York comedy club. Now, let me explain yes. to the listeners because this is a this is a comedy ish podcast. But you know, we're here to complain with people. Yes. We're here to take their emails. When you go to a comedy show in New York City, it is a showcase show. So you get five comedians, or you get six comedians. So you have the host goes up first, and then they bring up five other comedians, and everyone gets a little piece of the pie. So 15 minutes, 15 minutes, 15 minutes. By the end of the show, you go home, you go, I like this one, I like that one. That one was good. That one wasn't so great. Love the host. So James hosts a ton of shows here in New York City. And at some point in the show, of a showcase show, at most clubs, not every, but most clubs, they will come to the table and bring out the check. This is when all hell breaks loose. And nothing, nothing is funny when you got the check sitting in front of you and you're going, we spend how much? Yeah, yeah. You need what? Uh-huh. How are we going to... And then people are splitting it and what? no comedian wants to go on stage when that check comes out. So they have a thing called the check spot. Yeah. And what happens is, it's I. what they'll do is they'll go, okay, we'll put the newest comedian on during the check spot. So we have the hardest part of the show... And they're bringing on the least experienced comedian. So it's funny because after the show, and I'm sorry to keep going on and on because I, I want to make sure everyone gets what this is and how hard this is. So what happens is after the show, you go home with your friends. You go, yeah, the show was great until that one person came up and really bombed. And they honestly, have no idea. they have no idea that you got the checks during their set. You were doing one plus one equals what? And they're going, dating's hard. And you're going, I can't listen to you. I got to do the math here. What's 20% of 100? I don't know anything. What is gratuity? And what's gratuity? You hear that all the time. So, and again, people are louder. People are, they're distracted. So what happens is they bring on this new comic during the checks, they bomb. And then James has to come on as the host of the show and sweep up the mess. Yeah. He comes on with a broom, not really, but like a, a metaphorical we'll do it broom, next time. and you gotta clean up. And so now you have taped all of these yes. cleanup sets where you're going on, the hardest part of the show, new comic just came on, turned everyone off to the show, and now you come on and you're going, let me get you back together, let me organize you people. Well, yeah, well this is next level. So right before the shutdown, because of what you're saying. Mm. So the ownership of New York Comedy Club had friends come on Saturdays. It was two or three Saturdays in a row where they came and they specifically text. Everything was great, but one comic. It was always the check spot. So they ended up paying the host a little bit more to do it. And I had fun because I do a question and answer. I found, mm. I've done all kinds of damage control. I've had so, to go on after Amy does 50 minutes at stand-up and then everyone Schumer. pays their bill. Yes, and no one gives a fuck and it's, it is an absolute lunchroom on Coke. Just people throwing shit. That's it's the thing. When insanity. They, you know, when you get the check, your mind is changed. It's different. Things Who happen. A shit, what you have to say no, up there? I, I want to know why this fucking dumb drink costs thirty bucks. Exactly. Yeah. So, the, so now you have chosen, and that's why I said it's a risk, but it's a creative risk. You have to say you're putting out a special during the check spot. It's all checks. It's all checks. So, so you're going into the crowd, being like you're asking questions to get them back into. Yeah life back into laugh mode back away from their finances can you imagine any job where you're just reminded of your credit card in the middle someone like that's what you're yeah, yeah, doing that's like what it is. that's what it is and we also recorded it probably six weeks 
I mean, I've been working on putting it out. We put up the album first and all that. But uh, we recorded this right when New York City started opening up again. So there's masks in it. People, yes. are, deal- people are dealing with going out again. People are spread out. So, so what is, what's your takeaway from the special? And everyone needs to go watch it. And again, what a, what a cool thing. You get to watch this, this, you know, James do a double backflip off the top, you know, off the top shelf. You know, this is, this is a, a, a feat. So what is the takeaway, you think? That uh, comedy is incredibly difficult. Yeah. And it's <laughs> wonderful. But it, uh, the takeaway is you're going to see some inside shit. You're going to see me struggle. Mm-hmm. You, I'll be flat out. I get booed in my own special. <laughs> Who does that? I get booed. There's a booing that fucking happens. I in love this. it. There's chaos at the beginning. You get to see wheels turn. You can look mm-hmm. in my eyes. Um, the takeaway is just it was worth betting on myself and doing something different. Love it. And I'm proud of it. It's in black and white. It looks like film noir. This Everyone's got to go dope. watch it. Go watch it. The descript- in the description of this episode, we're going to have the link. And you got to go uh, subscribe to James' uh, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash thejamesmattered. It's coming out June 3rd, June 3rd, June 3rd, June black 3rd. and white. But here's the thing about hosting. Hosting is, and I know this from my own experience. I've hosted. You're I a wonderful know, host. So... It is part material, part improv, part substitute teacher. You're straight up a substitute teacher. You're you're like the th- you. It's even beyond substitute teacher times. You're like the fifth choice of the mom to babysit. Like all the other babysitters are out getting laid or yeah. doing some shit, and you're like that kooky cousin that they see twice a year. And yeah, big holidays, when you and go, now you're, you're you're coming off the bench. You're like the 11th person off the bench. Be, you, you have that. It feels like it's about to come off the rails. Even sometimes the way the audience sees you. The audience will look at you and go, you know, after the show, I remember I would host and someone would go, you could, you should be a comedian too. And it's you're like- It's so insulting. And it's so insulting, but you also know that they go to one comedy show in their life. They don't know how it works. They think that, you know, one day you'll get to go on during the show. And it's like, no, I did, when you host, when James hosts, he does an amazing job. He's the best- you're you're holding you know the the ship together by strings yeah. you're trying to keep this group of people that don't know each other don't like each other they're just there to laugh but they're all have their all different ideas of comedy and you have to get them on the same page it's it's a it's a feat yeah and set up all the other acts my favorite when you're talking about hey uh you're going to go do uh when you're going to do your spot my favorite is have do you do comedy as well? Yeah. Do you, and it's this, like, is, this happens all the time. I'm like, hey, can I ask a question? Did you laugh during me? Yeah. What the fuck do you think I was doing? Yeah, yeah, Speeches? No. <laughs> what do you think? I'm, I'm Lincoln and I was battling Douglas? What kind and of shit do you think was going on up there? I got, got laughs, stupid. You got to set up the comics. You got to be funny. And you got to make sure that all the rules of the club are like the rules. You know, told to them. And you got to sometimes you got to be like, hey, I, I, I you're being loud. Like I sometimes, oh, like, I remember I like I would open for Michelle and Michelle Wolf, and I'd be like, and I would do you know opening for her. There's a little bit of hosting element to it too. Bit. And I would go, and I remember there was, you know, I would get to the end, and you have to be respectful of her audience because you got to make sure they're still having fun. So I would go. I remember one time I was on stage, and this person just kept yelling, but they were being positive. So I, in the middle of the act, I'm like, and I, I, what I would say, I would go. That part of the audience, great, great energy. You got to turn the volume down. It's great. And what a cute way to do it. And you got to do a cute. You got to be cute. You got to be likable. With a you know hand I mean? act out too. Well, a little, a little let me turn you down. And, I, and then I would say to the other side, I go, you, I want to turn you up. Oh. You know, and it's like, 
You're she just look at you, maestro. You're trying. It's a maestro <laughs> you're a condu- move. You really are. Uh, the host is a conductor. You, you have doing to this c- shit and this shit. And that's what you're doing during the check spot. During the check spot, you're going, hey, I, I empathize. You're paying. I still got a job to do. Uh, we have to do this. We have to get, I gotta, I gotta we have to get, get you the last act of the night. I, I got to get you the last act, and I got to make sure you're as good as you were as the second act for the sixth act. For the last act. Absolutely. It, it really is that. I call it damage control. At the beginning of the special, uh, Graham K is like, what the fuck are these cameras for? And I explain mm. it to him. And he's like, oh, you're recording the worst part of the show. Don't you want to <laughs> show yourself in a good light? And I turn to him, and I go, look, maybe I'm a damage. This, maybe this is my good light. This is I kind of yeah. like... The damage control of it. I kind of like a little bit of chaos. You're like so many of my peers. This is the best job in the world. I get to work with the funniest fucking people with great material and takes. J Train is so good with material. You all know that. That's why you come here. He's so great. Thanks. I can't do what you and a lot of my other peers do. I am not that where I'm joke, joke and can really tell a story and just keep you in there. My mind ping pongs. So I love the ping pong game and let me you, in there and let's let me just dance. tell everyone james is the best that it, it is the you know what it's like it's a you're a daredevil yeah god you're like i'm a blind lawyer you're the daredevil jumping over the cliff what's his name uh you're the who i'm j- evil knievel you're evil knievel guys that's what i would compare it to because you know listen i might have a tear now <laughs> you're evil knievel. fucking evil knievel that's what you're doing. You're doing high, you know, high risk comedy. You, you know, oh, three plus three. What's the check? And you got to get these people back on the same. It is evil can evil shit. You know what I'm into, and it's funny because you you uh, just did your TED talk. The yeah. only TED talk I watched is of Rodney Mullen, who's a skateboarder. I'm obsessed okay. with it, and I ha- I'm now obsessed with skateboarding. And it's probably because there's an element a of that that I if you're going try third to on the show. You're going up with your Oh, that's Layup City. That's Layup City. You got your you got your you got your comfy your comfy cozy comforter on and you're draped in laughs. laughs. That is not the check spot. So everyone go follow James at James uh the James Mattern, youtube.com slash the James Mattern, the check spot. It's June third. Let's get to our complaints. Let's uh, do it. Okay, let me do but first we're sponsored. The J Train is sponsored by Framebridge. From art prints and posters to all those traveling uh, travel photos sitting on your phone, Framebridge makes it easy and affordable to frame your favorite things. And with Father's Day around the corner, Framebridge makes the perfect gift. In fact, select gifts uh, ship next day. Here's what I'll say about Framebridge. You want a fun, interesting gift that your family is gonna love? Ooh, I so I took the cue cards from doing The Tonight Show. I got them all framed up. I sent them to my parents. They put them in the wall in their garage. Nice. That's where they put all their stuff for some reason. The garage is just like this like weird museum type of looking place. But they were so excited. And here's the thing about framing something. It's like one of those tasks that like you know shouldn't be a pain in the ass. Like in, 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 in the way you talk about it, you're like, oh, I got to get something framed. It's like, yeah, that's nothing. It's a pain. The worst. Any other way is a pain. Framebridge makes it so incredibly easy. Just go to framebridge.com, upload your photo, or they'll send you packaging to safely mail any physical pieces. Preview your item online in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. Choose your favorite, or you get free recommendations from their designers. Their experts will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece ready to hang. Instead of the hundreds you'd pay at a framing store, prices start at $39, and all shipping is free. Order online at framebridge.com, or if you're in New York, this is what I did. If you're in New York, D.C., Atlanta, Philly, Boston, or Chicago, stop by Framebridge stores to work with a designer in person. This is 
so many options and it's so easy. Get started today, frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com, use promo code JTRAIN to save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code JTRAIN, framebridge.com, promo code JTRAIN. Okay, you ready to complain, James? My whole life. Hit the music. Let's do it. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some (laughs) issues too. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Okay, my complaint... And I hope this doesn't come off the wrong way. I just had, I just found out today, uh, and I've, I've, it's been a, a tough day. A friend of mine passed away, um, and not a best friend. It was a close friend. I mean, and this episode is dedicated to my friend Taffy Jaffe, who passed. We met. She's a older woman who started doing comedy later in life, and we met at the Duplex open mic. And we, we became pretty close. Like, you know, she used to email me all the time and through the pandemic check in and we'd call, I would call her. We'd talk on the phone. She opened for me at Gotham. If you came to any of the Gotham shows in the fall, she opened one of the shows killed. She was on America's Got Talent. She, I, I truly like loved her. She, you know, she, it was just such a nice relationship we had. And I found, and it's so weird because we're not close enough that I would get a call from anyone. So I'm getting all this information about her past. Like at first I thought it was this weird, cruel joke. Someone posted on their Instagram, rest in peace. And I'm like. You don't believe any of those anymore because every five seconds someone puts one of a celebrity so they can be the first one to do some shit. You find out they didn't die. Or people post Rest in peace for a celebrity who's been dead eight years already and you have to re-remind yourself whether they're alive or not. It, people just love to do it. And you bring up a great word, celebrity, because now since we're all on social media, we all have these like weird, we, we follow people that aren't celebrities. Mm-hmm. you know, like, And we have these like weird third degree friendships that you never would have kept up before. Like, you know, f- Taffy and I, we kept up because I, I saw her at an open mic a month ago. I went back to the duplex and like hung out. And I hadn't seen her in forever. We caught up, gave me a big hug and a kiss. And and then, you know, just like that, you get it, and you start hearing about it. So then I go to her Facebook page. Everyone's rest in peace. And I want to know what happened. Oh, yeah. And it's like, we never, and then you start Googling their name. I'm Googling Obit, whatever. And you never get the story that you really want to get. Like, I want to know what happened. She was, oh, I saw her a month ago. She was yeah. great. Healthy as a horse. Is that what they say? I, I don't Healthy know. as a horse is absolutely what is they that say. What they say? <laughs> well, by that you mean um, all the old relatives in our, our that we grew up with? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, and so I'm in, and it's like, don't we all just, I want another version of Facebook for the, for the, the people that have passed in our lives. <laughs> just, <laughs> just to tell me exactly what happened. Like what went down. And I know that's not my right to know. Yeah, I'm sure there's HIPAA, uh, you know, but if anyone has had that kind of outer, like, exterior friend that has passed, you go, 
Let me look it up. Let me go find out what happened. And you, there's very little resources outside of me going to her family and figuring out. And it's like, I want to know about, and also I want to know about the funeral. I want to know where I can send sure. stuff. What I, can I do to help? What can I do to help? What can I do to, who can I send my condolences to? Like, I don't know anyone beyond her and her friend Jerry. She used to come in to the open mic with her friend Jerry. They look like the Golden Girls. It was, and <laughs> they would sit in the corner and Jerry would have a drink and I love them both. Jerry I, could be gone now and you wouldn't know. I said that today. I go, maybe Jerry's dead. You, you know, don't I don't know. know. And and listen, like I don't want to sound like I'm making light of someone's passing. I, I This is a good... It's the opposite it's of the it. It's the opposite you of it. Care. This is a tribute to her. Well, here's where it's interesting too. I'll bring up a, a mutual friend of ours who's mm. been gone for a couple of years now. So you bring up how you never know. Yeah. The uh, the other the other option what ends up happening is a game of telephone where you hear thirty five different. Th yeah. I don't know how the fuck Vic Henley died. I've heard seventy five yeah. different. Re I had someone look me dead in the eyes and want to fight me, saying it was COVID, and I go, <laughs> I haven't heard COVID. I already got hit by a truck, dude. It was COVID, and it's like, all right, dude, we're not gonna fist fight and over like, a dead friend. We stupid. just want one. Rel close relative to have control of the page and write it in a way that's real world. Like, give me, don't give me the conspiracy theories. And, and it's just like, I, and I'm sitting here like, you know, I, I mean, I've had this with like, even people that I like, you know, you become Facebook friends with, you lose touch with, and then they go, tragic day. And you're like, give me the whole story. Give me the link to I where I can know. read the whole story. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to have fun with it. I'm going to pull some Andy Kaufman shit. I'm letting my cousin John run my page from the great beyond i'm gonna have a play yeah. a song yeah and then the next day tell everyone what happened and then the next day a different story and then the next day a different well, story i'm gonna play head games with motherfuckers i with definitely want to do that i definitely want to have someone take over my instagram i pass away and then two months later start posting from it well, you know with twitter i don't know if you still can do it you can post your tweets in advance this happened do you not know this? Mm. Do you remember Ru Ruben Mehta? Love Ruben. Oh, yeah, yeah, I he passed. Ruben. About a month after he died, and people were tore up. <laughs> we did a, a memorial at, yeah. at what is now New York Comedy Club, 4th Street. It used to be East Hill. We had a cathartic memorial, yeah. unbelievable. And then, like a month later, weeks, he tweets. People freak the <laughs> fuck out. Agash Singh goes on Twitter. It's like, who's the sick, dumb motherfucker <laughs> who's hack Ruben's account and posted and his, shit and his his death was like very shocking so like his tweets that he like put for a year hour like love Wrestlemania like it could be like something I think it was something that was somewhat dark and it was we and then people freak we're all everyone's now texting each other what happened do you think this what is whoa, whoa. And it's like a social like, media haunting yeah, dog and then someone was like oh no he used to do this you can tweet in advance it's okay all right and then we relaxed, but dude, and then Ag I just imagined Agash doing his stomp, going, who the fuck did this? I want to get them. Um, and I was I, like, I oh, dude, it, it I, was I think creepy, man. It's this weird world right now we live in where we are connected to everybody, but we feel weird about even having f any right to ownership over feeling horrible about their passing. You know, like I, I thought about it today with Taffy. I was like, I love Taffy. I I felt like I had a real relationship with her. And then I'm like, do I have a right to even grieve this thing? I, I guess anyone has a right for that. I don't know. I, I guess my complaint today is with 
there's no rules for how someone passes. Like it, it's more than anything. There's no rules for how you're supposed to feel. There's no. no rules for like what you should do, what's appropriate, what's inappropriate. I mean, I'm sure maybe someone's watching this going, this is fucking inappropriate, inappropriate. that you're talking, <laughs> that you think there should be death Facebook. But I'm just saying, I just want to, you know, I just want to do the proper thing. And you're like, and you're kind of left alone, especially when you're not in the immediate family. When you're in the immediate family, you know, we got to go here. You got to be here. You know where you go. When you're in that surrounding, you know, um, what, what, orbit, when you orbit someone and you're not in that planet, you just feel awkward. And you, you feel like you're, you, you don't get the closure maybe that you want from your relationship with them. You also don't know what to do. I just, I told you off, off mic as well. I lost someone last week. Mm. Real tragic. And people are calling me. I haven't talked to it ever. They're going to do a thing in July in mm. California. Do I go? I haven't seen yeah. the guy in years, but I love the guy. We talk here and there on Facebook. Um, it's a, it's weird. You question yourself of how you feel. Like I hadn't seen this guy, right? Like, like am I, am, yeah. Am I a Is narcissist this, for even feeling like I, have feelings. I have feelings about this. Am I am I supposed to feel this way? Because I was yeah. hurt last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I took it bad. And but part of me is like, if I heard someone else describing, I judge the fuck out of them. I could. I might. <laughs> yes. I'm not fully saying it, but I knew that there was a there is a the the the, the doors cracked open a little mm. bit for judgment's big toe to fucking stick. Let's through. go to your complaint. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. <laughs> I love everything. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show. To have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. A hit's a hit. It's a hit. It's a hit. Okay, so you, you're talking about judgment. Let the judgment come, everybody. This is no. You're in the in the lounge. You're allowed to complain about anything you'd like. Everybody, I'm 44. I'll admit it. I'm above the demographic here. Whatever. That's okay. I no, we 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 have a large audience. Of all ages. Beautiful. Because yeah. you are all-encompassing. You're the best. That's you're right. The, you're the choo-choo train, baby. That's right. But I tend to date, probably your main bread and butter, I uh, date younger, because mm -hmm. if you're my age and single, there's some real questions. Okay. Uh, so um, this is just, and this is going to sound like whatever, like what you're complaining about this. When you date younger, hook up with younger, ladies, and even the other way, guys, stop reminding the person you're with that's older. That they're old, yeah. nonstop, as a joke. It's cute once in a while. After a while, a I'm a comedian. It's yeah. very hack. Yeah, you're old. Is that the best material? Mm. Makes me question why I'm even fucking you. Well, but, it goes both ways. Yeah, because you know you're holding back from calling them too young. Yeah, they should give you the same respect of calling you too old. It's a weird thing that they think they're punching up. Punch it down as a motherfucker. They're bitch. punching down, though. You have less life left. You're going to be on that dead Facebook thing that I just invented. Um, please. Sooner than them. They're not going to know how to fucking win. You're going to hear it. You're going to hear a game of telephone. Yeah. I heard he got eaten by a shark. Yeah, that's what happened. Um, I was. I hadn't seen this girl in a while. We hang out. She has a friend. She comes to a show. We have a drink. And for an hour and a half, old, old. And I kind of want to be like, what's worse? Me getting older, which everyone's going to get, mm -hmm. including you, or you 
fucking the old guy. Well, it's their insecurity. It's deeper. They, they're, they're Text tr- your dad and figure a, this out. Well, they're trying to figure, they're trying to let you know I get it mm-hmm. in the worst way possible. They're trying to let you know, no, I'm, because they're so insecure about looking like they're, you know, they don't think they deserve an older guy. So they're like bringing you down to earth. Oof. By making fun of you and trying to like deflate your tires a little bit. I don't like it. I don't like it. It shows insecurity. It shows that they, listen, act like you've been there before. Been there before. Emmett Smith this shit. Take the, <laughs> take the football, throw it, give it to the referee and start fucking me and that's it. You yeah. know, act like you've been here before on Old Island. It's okay. I'm here. You're here. I know the reality. It happens with me with like, Oh, you know, I have people come up to me all the time. Oh, I, I don't want to, you know, I, I can't believe I know what you did today. It's like, I put it out there to be known. Yeah. I put it on Instagram stories. <laughs> I put that story out there. I did it to be funny. I'm happy you watched it. To me, it was a 15 second little piece of entertainment that you enjoyed. Good. Enough. You're, you know, at this, at a certain point, I'm putting it out there. You're watching it. I'm cool with that. It's weird. It's not forbidden fruit. It's fruit that I'm, you, I'm offering you the fruit on the table. You come into, I'm letting you come into the house. But that's the thing. I'm 44 and I'm with you right now having this moment, having this drink. Being present. Being present. I get it. Say it once. How old are you? How old are you? Wow. Oh my God. You don't know that TV show? I don't know that TV show? Done. It's over. That's awesome. Get it out of the way. Drives me nuts that people want to judge you. For talking about the things that you know. Oh, is that no, a show me, from back me, in the day? Just wait, asshole. If you're lucky enough to live another two decades, you're going to be referencing Britney shaving her head <laughs> and someone going, what the fuck does that mean? Free Britney. Someone Free listen. Britney. <laughs> well, this is the other thing. Let me teach you. Let me show you something I that you don't to know learn from. Shit. I am ready to learn about young stuff too. I'm cool. Yes, I would love to hear about why Euphoria is the greatest show Please of all time. Please tell me about that, that cookies me. and diet. Yeah, let's get to the complaints. You yes. ready? J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Title of Luxury Lounge. Let's get into the lounge. Luxury Lounge Bank Withdrawal. Jared, feather, feather, and all that jazz. Earlier today, I went to the bank to take out some money for a trip we are taking with some friends later this year. The friend booked everything for simplicity, and I told him I would get him cash. That was his preferred method of repayment. The amount was a little under $4,000, and immediately the bank teller lady complained about me not calling ahead to verify they had sufficient cash. You have to call a bank to find out if they have money? Money, or can we just, how bad is it? 4G? Yeah. That they have 4G? (laughs) If they can't get... 4G, 3G? No, 4G. 4G. If they <laughs> the timing of that was hilarious. If they can't get 4G, then you should go to another bank. Yeah. Where you? Where, where is you? this? A bank in an alley that's being run out of a dumpster? <laughs> you don't have $4,000? You you didn't call first to see if we had 20s? What? Who do you bank with? Circle K? <laughs> yeah, the amount was a little... Okay. Excuse me, what? 4000 should be a drop in the bucket for a relatively large bank. I'm not asking for it all in dollar bills or foreign currency. I said whatever is easiest. <laughs> They're right. Then while I'm standing there, all three tellers start to question me about what I'm doing with the money. How about none of your damn none business? None of your business. What if it was something terrible like paying for a funeral or something more sinister like paying a friend's debt so he doesn't lose a finger i wanted to say drugs and see what their reaction was i think he should say coke yeah you gotta say coke. i'm buying coke what yeah coke (laughs) you're joking right but i do but i I never joke about coke but i do tend to go to this bank at least a few times a year and the same people work here every day is nothing private anymore tried to keep it short thanks for the great podcast isn't this insane you go to the bank to take out money and they're wondering what the money's for it's my money 
Give me money. my money. What is? What, isn't there a commercial? There's a. I want my money, yeah. and I want it now. <laughs> I would turn into that guy from the infomercial. Yeah, it's my money, and I want it now. And you're not even asking for your money from a, you know, from a, a pension plan that you signed up for. This is your cash. It's yeah. in the bank. Yeah, they should be embarrassed. Yeah, just just give me the money, stupid. And here's the reason they're asking you what you're doing for the money. They're looking to find out if you're taking that money and investing it with someone else who's making money off of you. So they're really asking, hey, why don't you work with me for your investment opportunities? Yeah. No. How about you be a little bit more honest about why you're approaching me, and then I'll talk to you about how I'm investing my money. That's the thing. They're coming at you to handle your money in a dishonest way. Why would you believe that they would be honest with your money in the future? That's it's a horrible business technique. Just sell them coke. Oh, yeah, do you want to help me invest my cocaine that I'm yeah. going to sell in the streets to children? I'm going to blow this fucking money right in my nose. <laughs> That's where I'm going. Don't even say coke because then they, you know, you don't want to get involved with. No, I'm going to fucking snort this four thousand dollars. Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull the money. I want you to be the bank teller. Hey, welcome to J Train Bank. Hey, hi J Train. Uh, I need to to pull out four G. Um, you didn't call ahead of time. No, man. I just want. My, I just need it now. Why do you? Why do you need four thousand? Because I'm taking the Celtics in the over, motherfucker. <laughs> please, please. I need four thousand dollars. Like, what do they expect you to do? Start crying? <gasps> I owe a lot of money to the mom. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I owe. A, I got a tip on some point shaving tonight, yeah. bank, and I can't wait to triple this money i'm trying to pay my mortgage this loan shark gave me a bunch of money i need to get it what do you expect them to say and and the thing is i used to work in financial planning i know what's going on they see you taking a chunk of money they think you are going to put it somewhere else how are you gonna and the way a lot of these bankers make money they have they have people at the bank they'll come to you all the time hey are you looking for this 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 you know what i hate i open up my wells fargo account and it's always asking me if I want to do other stuff but every time I open up the Wells Fargo account on my on the app it's I open up Wells Fargo you open up the app to like look at your bank account and the first thing that comes up is an ad but I always think it's like telling me all my money's gone like it just looks like a warning and I'm like wait a minute get out of here do your ad later I'm here to see my money why is oh. the first thing that pops up makes me feel nervous yeah yeah so I'm, I'm Bank of America they don't do that. Yeah, Wells no. does this shit. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with James Manor. Go. The YouTube special. YouTube.com slash The James Manor. The special comes out June 6th. June 3rd. June 3rd. June, June 3rd. 3rd. Stream special it to your day TV. In my life. Share it. We're sponsored. Rothy's. Have you ever seen someone wearing a colorful pair of shoes and thought, dang, those are cute? They might have been Rothy's. Rothy's are the perfect shoes for commuting and traveling. Everyone notices them. They're known for their chic pointed toe flats, but that's just the beginning. Rothy's has tons of iconic head-turning designs in bright but sophisticated colors. I have the Rothy's driving shoe. Beautiful, comfortable, washable. I love it. I get comments on them everywhere. They're like a camo like design, I love them. And here's the thing. If if you have a man in your life, Father's Day right now, what a great gift. It's interesting, it's fun, and they're usable. People want gifts that they can use in their lives, right? Absolutely. Plus, Roth, Rothy's works great with every outfit. I would agree with that. These are casual, but they can be 
worn to a nice party. Wear them with yoga pants or dress them up for a night out. They're insanely comfortable and Rothy's takes sustainability to the next level. All their products are knit with thread made from plastic water bottles. They've repurposed around 125 million water bottles so far. So you can feel good about what you're putting on your body. Your new favorite shoes are waiting. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash JTrain. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash JTrain for $20 off your first order. Woo, that is a deal, people. Get that deal, baby. Here with James Mattern at the James Mattern, the James Mattern on YouTube, the check spot, June 3rd. Luxury Lounge, shopping cart wheels. Jared, loving the lounge. Thought this was a thousand-aired issue that needed to be discussed. It's short and sweet, but I wanted to complain about when you get a shopping cart and one of the wheels is broken, all loud and bumpy. I don't know why I don't just go back and get a new one, but I just feel like I'm committed once I start walking away, and then it ruins the shopping experience. Time to invest in a cart repair shop because I'm not spending as much time in the store buying candles that I don't need with that loud wheel. Anyways, thanks for providing a safe space to make these complaints. What do you think? Shopping cart wheels, loud and bumpy. Well, you don't go back because you want to maximize your time. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be in the goddamn no. shopping cart forever. You want to bang it out. And it yeah. feels like a you're taking an early L mm-hmm. if you turn around and get another cart. And you also, deep down inside, go, what if the next six all have a bad wheel? No one has any faith in these machines. You're taking shots. You're and, taking a risk by going back. And now you look like this dumb dumb yeah. who is nitpicking. It's mm. like in Clerks when they're pulling out the egg, trying to find the right egg or the person mm. who knocks on every watermelon for 40 minutes. Yeah. Just take the watermelon and put a little just, salt on it. Just go. Just live your life. I hate the idea of wasting time. Just the idea. The and here's the other thing about the shopping cart. We're using it as kind of... A walker. It's a goddamn walker. It's a walker. So you're holding on to it. You want to chill. When you're in the store, this is your opportunity to like, you know, really like kind of lean on something. And if that's going like this the whole time, you've lost the comfortability of leaning on the cart. Now you're standing up and you're going, oh, I got to take the weight of my own body. It's so funny you say that. It's Sometimes you see people and they're so comfortable with it. Yes. And it's, it is kind of like, Oh, that fucker's like a redone 65 Chevy. Yeah. And then some people are, are, are fucking struggling. If it's broken, like, you've lost out on that whole comfortable yeah. experience of experience what a walker life is like. And they got like an 83 Oldsmobile, which yeah, you're is just, what I had. And you can lean onto it, and then all of a sudden, you got a tire that's just bumping out, oh. and you're like, this is horrible. So it's expectation versus reality. You expect to be able to lean on the cart, have the moment where you're just kind of rolling through life 20 pounds lighter, and you didn't get that. <laughs> rolling through life, getting beat chips. Let's do another. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Sports talk on comedy podcasts. Jared, love the podcast. I've shared it with all my fellow complainers. Here's my complaint. I get in my car. I pick one of the po- comedy podcasts in my list. They're interviewing another comedian I love, and 10 minutes into it, they deep dive into sports for 15 to 45 minutes. I don't care about which team or city has a new arena or stadium and why the old one was better. I haven't watched games from the 80s compared to now. Where is the comedy here? It happens all the time across many podcasts and guests, and the worst part is that it is too long of a section to use the 15 second skip button so if i'm in the car i'm stuck wasting precious podcast listening time on a sports episode i didn't sign up for thanks for giving us all a safe space sincerely i don't give a puck okay so what do you think i don't want to disrespect your, your listeners grievances i get it but you're telling me in the 
10 to 40 minutes of sports talk, there's nothing funny. People can't be limited. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. You got to be able to talk it's, about what you're going to well, talk about. Well, they should be blaming the host of their podcast. Yeah. You have a podcast. You have a premise. Do the premise. People come to you for the premise. I have to, you know, we start in the beginning. We do a little banter in the beginning. I introduce the guest. Sometimes I'm in my head going, are we going too long? Are we going too long? You got to have, if, if, you know, I want my podcast host as invested in the show as I am. So I understand. If I'm on a listening show going, what the hell's going on here? That's fair. I, I want to know that there's been a plan, that this, this, is, a, this is a show. Right. Do the show. I hate this as a guest on a show. When I go on a show and they're going, so what are you, oh, yeah, what's yeah. going on today? And you, go, and you go, what was the plan here? Let's do it. I gave you an hour. Let's fucking go. Does this mean you don't want me to bring up the Washington Commanders buying land in well, Virginia and it, what that means to the good people, the District of Columbia. Let's go 70 minutes straight. Well, it's, like, it's also like when you when you go to these podcasts and, and sometimes, I, you know, it's like I've had guests on this show where, and this is not in the recent version of this show, but like I have, I'm thinking of certain guests that have come on and just been like, I'm going to do my own thing. And you're like... They crowbar. What do you mean? Like, like so... Uh, here, just just ask a question. I'll be a crowbar. Hey, uh, what did you do this weekend? You know, I'll tell you. I really hate old women, and they need to get punched in the yeah, mouth. Yeah, and you're like, whoa, dude, whoa. what are we talking about? We How doing? did we get here? I'll do that. That happens a lot on other people's shows, where it's like, I'm trying to have a nice conversation with them. I'm trying to be funny in the way I do, and they go, and then they go down a road that you're like, I can't be. You're in a different. You're trying to service a different. Some people go so aggressive that it's like you're trying to like work towards your audience that I don't even want to be a part of. Bro, I once guest hosted on a podcast. I told a story about how I ate a whole box of Chips Ahoy Chewy mm. uh, in one sitting, yeah. no milk. I raw dogged it. No and milk. The, and the guest uh, follows that up by going, you know, I'm not a fan of the government. I'm like, where the Dude, fuck did this that, come? Well, what that, are we doing? That, what is what? We could have got to this some other way. No, no, no. That's, that's a different I'm raw dogging cookies, bitch. Right. And it's like, now we're in cookie land. Let's talk cookies. Let's talk Let's some talk cookies. Let's talk the chewy versus the crunchy. Let's the chunky. Talk the chunky. Let's, you, there are so many Oreos. Fun, Oreos. There's so many fun places to go from the government. raw dog cookies that you're going to the most annoying place possible. Politics. Government. Yeah, dude. I, I and it's like you this is the thing. Mind. You you should every I, I kind of like what Mark Marin does as like he does his pre, prelude to what the show's gonna be. Hey, I got so and so. But Bill, you can skip Bill, it. And you can skip it, but Bill Simmons does a good job of that. Before the music mm -hmm. comes on for Bill Simmons' podcast, he goes, I got this person, I got this person, pretty good conversation with this person. And there's notes and then he, on and, where to go. And then he goes and hit it. And it's like, okay, I know kind of what to be prepared for from this episode. Maybe I should start doing it. Do Shelby, what do you think? We do like a pre, hey, we do about 20 minutes on that. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm willing to be inventive. But I do understand this person's problem it. where it's like, you came to a party that you thought they were going to be playing country, and they went in with fucking punk <laughs> rock. And you're like, I, I, I know this is good for someone. This is just not what I came for. Oh, I didn't want to listen to the goddamn Sex Pistols. No. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. I actually do. But. Podcast at gmail.com. The J Train Podcast sponsored by Indochino. No matter what role you're in for the day weddings can be stressful don't let what you're wearing go don't let what you're going to wear add to the stress there is nothing more stressful than having a wedding having something come up where you aren't sure if the clothes are going to fit that that weighs on me for two weeks leading into a wedding i've had that before i know that stress i just had it you just had it right i had to make a, an audible five minutes before
And we've all been there. That's why Indochino is such a fantastic company. They're going to make something that is going to be specific to your body, your shape, your curves, you, you, you. That's what it's about. And you know what? When you're comfortable in your suit, when you feel good in your clothing, you are yourself. You are the best version of you. That's what Indochino is all about. Every suit is made to your exact measurement and you can customize every detail. Create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly. And if you have a boyfriend, if you have a husband, this is something to do with them. They will get excited about the new suit they're gonna get. Go on their website, super easy to use. Do all the stuff with them. Be like, hey, what do you want? It's a fun night on the couch to discuss and it's gonna fit them beautifully and you're going to be proud of them they're going to be proud of themselves and you're going to be on the dance floor shaking a leg the best part indochino suits start from just two, 429 dollars shirts from 79 dollars indochino also offers completely custom fitted shirts casual wear and more explore their relaxed yet refined approach to spring suits with their new spring pastels if you've got a big day coming up getting uh, getting the perfect look is no big deal with Indochino. Get 50, 50, $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more by using promo code JTRAIN at Indochino.com. That's $50 off a purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code JTRAIN. People, that's a deal. Get that deal, baby. Luxury Lounge, ask to help at a wedding. Speaking of weddings. Okay. There it is. Jared, love your pod, love you, feather, feather, etc. A good friend of mine is getting married this summer. We're all mid-30s. They're both well into successful careers with salaries over six digits, tech consulting types. However, they still decided to not hire a wedding planner, which is fine, whatever. The other day, I got a text from them asking if I would spending... The other day, I got a text from them asking if I would be spending the weekend in town where they're getting married and if I, quote unquote, wanted to take on a role in setting up for their wedding. I politely declined. I'm only going for the wedding itself and got no message back. My complaint is this. We're in our mid-30s. Hire a wedding planner or don't. But we are all well beyond the years of asking our friends to pitch in for this type of thing. It's the adult version of asking someone to help you move and then buying them a pizza for throwing their back out this wedding is a few hours away in a small town they aren't even allowing me a plus one why would i make a weekend out of it just to do their grunt work when i can't even bring a boyfriend uh i was fine going alone but now i'm annoyed i'm over wedding culture i shouldn't be the asshole just because i don't want to spend a weekend setting up and tearing down your wedding so you can save money especially when i know you both make above six figures and can afford to pay someone wow james what do you think I mean, absolutely correct and valid in this. This is so. So, what would be the negotiation? Okay, I'll I'll work for you. I'll, I'll help plan. Can I bring a plus one? Like the balls I, to ask someone to to put in I effort I, and not bring someone. I can't Yo. believe what has happened with weddings. Weddings are the new dogs. If you have any opinion, any. You know, like, if you're not excited about the wedding, if you're just going, well, what about, and then, well, no, oh, you hate me? You hate my wedding? No, 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 no. I think you're just doing things wrong. This person is so right. They're invited to a wedding. They don't get to bring their boyfriend, no plus one. Fine. I'll show up. I'll be at the wedding. I'll be happy. I'll dance. I'll say goodbye. I'll give you a gift. Then the person calls them. Hey, 
um, we're going to need a hand with the wedding. They're not two 18-year-olds getting married in the farm town where everyone pitches in (laughs) to make sure we can send off our new adults away to get their family started. No. Can you show up an hour early and make the punch? No. You're in their 30s. Pay someone or have a shitty wedding. That's not our responsibility. That's a fine option. That's an okay option. A shitty wedding or... Let's go to the goddamn uh, city capital, whatever yeah, the shit. Justice get of the peace. Yeah. And then we'll go to goddamn TGI Fridays and have potato skins. Yeah, eight don't, of us. don't make this our problem. Yeah. Also, we're going to do with your wedding whatever you brought to us. We're going to make, you know, salad out of this thing, no matter what your wedding is. But don't sit there and put it on us to help you. This isn't a barn raising. We're not getting the Amish community (laughs) together to raise the post to put together this building. No, you're getting married. We will judge you. Then we will talk about you. And we will never forget that you didn't have cocktail hour food. And that's okay. That's who you're known as forever. If you want to be known as something else, put the fucking money in and make it something else. Make it something. The wedding I was at was in Palm Springs, which wasn't easy to go to. Beautiful town, but not easy. That's another thing. Take into account, if you're not a direct flight place, you're going to be judged too. It was rough. But you're going to lose people. You're going to have people there that are not happy to be there. But I'll tell you, they had goddamn cocktail hour. Yeah, it was good. They had goddamn shrimp cocktail mm-hmm. and some goddamn well, those little, little Greek things. Yeah. And also a full band. They made it worth for everyone. That's the thing. The groom and yeah. the bride sang with the band. Loved People Love were it. losing their minds. But fresh buffet. Good. Make it worth a while. Guess, guess what they didn't ask me to do? Show up at 10 in the morning <laughs> to um, set up chairs. Hey, hey uh, James, we're going to need you to help uh, set up the centerpieces. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you could get there at you know, 4 a.m. before dawn, yeah, because we want to, you know, you got to wake up early. It's like, listen, we don't even know if our suits fit, okay? You think I'm ready to come have, help set up the centerpieces? Come on. So, so Train podcast at gmail.com here with James Mattern at the James Mattern the James Mattern on YouTube the check spot June 3rd it's coming out watch the special you're gonna love it it is inside the stand up this it's is raw. like you're seeing it raw it's raw dog beautiful. baby it's like eating all those cookies with no milk luxury lounge pigeon lady Jared here's my complaint I live in a city right outside of New York City there's a smaller pier with a park a walking path and views of the New York City skyline I generally like to end my afternoon walk strolling along the park occasionally there's a woman that sits in the park and feeds the pigeons I have only seen her a few times but she is usually surrounded by five to ten pigeons and I just smile and walk by today I was headed towards the park to my end Today, I was heading towards the park to end my walk, and I see 30-plus pigeons blocking the entrance to the park. Not only was this woman standing there feeding them, but she was also wearing a poncho, probably so she doesn't get pooped on. And the kicker, she had a tip jar. Tip jar? For what? Blocking the park with all your pigeons? What, are the pigeons going to give her money for the food? No shade. We all got to do what we got to do for some cash, and I'm sure she needs some money to buy food uh, for the pigeons, but come on. Well, no one asked her to Stop feed every fucking, fucking pigeon. pigeon in the world. Have, have you noticed that the, the birds, the pigeons in particular, are like unionizing? They are getting very confident. <laughs> they are running in packs. It almost feels like a Hitchcock movie is going to break out any minute now. But, and you know why? Because these animals yeah. are feeding fucking pigeons. And and now they, they're expecting food and they're, they're puffing their chests out, the, going in groups of 30. 
No, no, fuck that pigeon lady. You're totally right. It's not like the pigeons are going extinct. Like we're not like this isn't the bee population. It wouldn't be the worst if we lost the pigeons. Yeah, I couldn't even enter the park because I was afraid to get pooped on, and I would have had to awkwardly bend and skirt to get past them all. And we all know city pigeons are ruthless, as James is mentioning. Straight up so gangsters. So instead of strolling around the park, here I am typing this complaint. Honestly, I'd rather give her money to do anything but feed the pigeons. Lol. It's her asking for money as if she's doing us all a favor. Aren't you happy that I brought all the pigeons here? No. These I want to hang in the birds. park. Yeah. No I don't offense want... to Mike Tyson. I don't no, mean, listen. I don't mean to be on his wrong side. Listen, the pigeons are a fun character of New York City, but we wanted them a side character. We don't want them to be the main character. They can't be the we... lead. No. No. They're the character actor, yes. Yeah, this is... You know, a kooky uncle, three scenes. When you see the picture of New York, if someone were to draw a cartoon of New York, there'd be big buildings, there'd be a bench, and there'd be one pitch, pigeon in the corner, you know, hoo, 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 yeah. and that's it. We don't want... That's a fucking good pigeon. Thank you. Making that sounds. We don't want... I'd feed that pigeon. you feed that pigeon. That's that, a that, good that pigeon. pigeon. That's a pigeon who eats. That's the outlier. Survival of the fittest. Yeah. Some of these pigeons ain't gonna work out. And we don't need pigeon lady... Propping up the weak pigeons. <laughs> I just think this is insane. It, it, it's, it's, it's the assumption that you have convinced yourself that you're doing this community some sort of favor because you're... She's wearing a poncho. She knows it's gone too far. The minute you put on a pigeon poop poncho... Pigeon poop poncho, great t-shirt. Great. The minute you put on a pigeon poop poncho is the minute you know you have gone too far feeding the pigeons. You are now preparing for bad things to happen because of the reality you've created by feeding these pigeons. You know what it really is, though? You know what you're tipping, if you're tipping her? Mm. You're tipping someone's loneliness. You are basically saying, <laughs> and we don't I know, am lonely. Yeah. This is what I'm doing in my time. Mm. Feel bad for me. Throw me money. And we don't know. Listen, if she's homeless, we don't know what's going on in this person. Yes. We're, we're, I think we're assuming that this person has taken it upon themselves to go outside and hang out with the pigeons and feed them and then be some sort of park attraction. If Listen, and if they're homeless, maybe the pigeon feeding isn't the best use of time. With being with being homeless, I, I don't know. I, I, I get I, well. I could understand that their aspirations might be to be like you know the Times Square cowboy. That's the that's the goal. That's the goal. Is that you're you're like you know what? I do this pigeon thing pretty good. People seem to enjoy it. Let's put out a chip tip, tip jar. I heard the Times Square cowboy makes a ton of cash. I'll be that for pigeons. I can understand. That's where I get it. <laughs> I mean, how far are you from getting like a legit job? Like how far is the pigeon feeding lady from being that sad sack in one of those COVID uh, kiosk tents? They're not trained nurses. I walked by the other day. A guy had, I don't think, I, I saw a guy giving a COVID test no, but I like that with no job. mask and smoking. So um, I don't think that's someone who went to NYU for six but years. But at least they're doing a service. What's the service? This person has created a bad park a new problem. Uh, uh, a a nuisance. Yeah, nuisance. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with James Mattern at the James Mattern. YouTube.com slash the James Mattern. Luxury Lounge. Salad dressings on salad delivery. Ooh. Jared, huge fan of both your podcasts. I have a complaint for the Luxury Lounge. I have noticed that more and more restaurants are putting the salad dressings on salads for delivery. Given how long delivery can take, the salads always arrive soggy. Why have that? Why have the delightful days of. 
Why have the delightful days of dressing on the side for salads delivered changed? I now have to put in the notes dressing on the side. This used to be given with delivery. I realize it costs the restaurant a few extra cents for the little dressing containers, but if I'm paying $18 for a salad from a nice restaurant, it seems reasonable. This is crazy. I live off seamless, so I feel this. Well, that's the thing. If you're going to have delivery, the problem is because of the pandemic, every restaurant just became a delivery restaurant. But none of them made the precautions that they need to make to be a delivery restaurant. You have to have the, the setup to be able to do the job or you can't do the job. So you have to have the plastic utensils. You have to have the dressing cups. You have to have you know, the dividers in the, in, in the bag. You have to be, you, if you want to do delivery, you have to become delivery able. And also, I know everyone cost and say, just throw the goddamn fake fork and knife in a napkin in there. Don't make me check the box. No, no, no. Just no. act. If I'm ordering from you every day, chances are I don't have a fucking plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have utensils. This is why I'm coming to you, stupid. If I took care of myself, I wouldn't need you. So Sam- throw that shit in there and throw me an extra goddamn dressing give me two of them you're not hurting nobody you want to hear the saddest thing ever san francisco california i'm opening for michelle wolf sunday night i get super fucked up i was like i gotta get some chinese food i order chinese food oh my god there how great would that be san francisco come on late night chinese in san francisco Mm -hmm. this is like the place to get late night chinese delivery comes i open it up no fork oh you want no utensils fight people so now it's three in the morning where am I going to go? What are you going to do? So here's me, shirtless, mesh shorts, drunk, hair everywhere, one light lit, using the straw, the coffee stirs as chopsticks to eat the fried rice. And, I, and at a certain point, I was like, Jared, put it away. Don't eat it. I mean, it's unbelievable. I had to, I literally, there was a point where I was using my hand to scoop a food and I go, I'm the pigeon lady now. I am the loser. I can't. And that, I, that's I, the universe telling you you shouldn't eat. My, order that was the Chinese universe food. Yeah. being like, Jared, it's enough. I went and put it into the fridge of the place. I, I was like, I'm out. I, I, this is too low. I the can't do this. The coffee stirs. The coffee stirs. I, I, and then they kept bending and they weren't strong enough. Oh my God. You feel was, like Uma Thurman and Kill Bill 2, which is. Been training all day. She can't pick up the chopsticks to get a little bit of rice in her, in her hands. It was the saddest moment. I'm going, You wouldn't just eat it with your fingers at that point? I no did, one's going to see I you. I did a little finger stuff, but I was like, this is, put it away. You're done. You're done. Stop eating. It's over. This is God. You need to go to bed. And I, and it's like, what am I going to do? I, I, I can't go back to that restaurant. That's the thing. When you order delivery, it's over. You're, because of these third-party apps, your relationship is with the app via the restaurant. So you can't even go to the restaurant and be like, hey, you fucked up. I want my money back. No, it's over. There's no going back. I did once. They gave me a completely wrong <laughs> order, yeah. and I called them up. Like I ordered like a breakfast thing at like 6 at night, and I got a quesadilla, french fries, and a malt. I go, mm. yeah, I think someone fucked up here. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com here at James Bannard. Luxury Lounge, great gym, bad clocks. 
J Train Shelby and guests, thanks for this golden ticket in the lounge. I've recently been getting back into the routine of going to the gym as spring springs to life, and I'm loving it. But there is a travesty happening on the walls. The clocks, both analog and digital, do not display seconds. Analog clocks have no second hand, and the digital clocks only display hours and minutes. How am I supposed to hold a stretch for 30 seconds or do a plank for 60? Like you say in the Quips ad, they give us the little buzz buzz because we can't keep time for shit. Sure, I could use my phone but then i'm sending uh then i'm setting and resetting the timer over and over no gym clocks need seconds sincerely time is of the essence i totally agree that's good because it's tough when you're going when you're working out mm. you're stretching and you have to do the one banana two banana yeah Who the fuck wants that you're already working your muscles that's the insane that's what makes you insane from working out is repeating counting to 10 counting to 10 counting to 10 that's a crazy thing to do much. here's the thing this is the gym saying, we don't give a shit about you. They don't even have a clock on the wall. You don't have a clock that literally tells me, helps me get in shape. This gym is telling you, oh, we're trying to help you get in shape. We want you to get ready for summer. Oh, yo, this gym is there for you. We have a community. You don't even have the seconds on the clock to let me know when I'm done with these burpees. <laughs> you don't care about me. You don't care about me. You want, in what world? You can't have a clock on the wall. That should be the first thing. The clock should go up first, and then you should build the gym around the clock. There should be multiple clocks. Yes. I struggle trying to find one sometimes when I'm doing cardio. And th th that's the thing. is like you, the gym is all about time. Getting that, in shape is all about time. That's it. That's it. So you have left us at minute one when we needed you most. It, it's, it's weird. Because once it's, God damn. I'm going to go to the gym after this mm -hmm. and I'm going to catch myself going fucking one Mississippi. Yeah, you're going to have Mississippi, to do it. And then I'm going to then think I'm going to become the bird lady. But uh, this is this is how it started with <laughs> the bird lady. You get her pigeon in as poncho. a guest. Yeah, like, pigeon poop poncho. I was doing great. Yeah. And then I went to Planet Fitness. And there was no clock the on the wall. The rate was good, but I couldn't when I got to 31 on a plank. But that's the thing. I you, snapped. This is something I've realized with working out with the trainer at Forzag on Instagram, if you guys want to go follow, he's fantastic. But Forzag is on the clock every workout. Yeah. Every workout I do, clock, 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 30 seconds, 45 seconds, 15 seconds off, under a minute. It all is clock dependent. This is a professional. So if we're going to try and do this on our own, the one thing we need is a clock. Time. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We got time for one more, Shelby? We got time for one more. James, you've been fantastic. Baby, you're the best. Everyone go follow James at the James Manor. Go to the YouTube channel right now. Subscribe. June 3rd, you're going to get a brand new special. Here's the thing about these specials that are on YouTube. It is someone making an investment to make you laugh, to do you the biggest favor that anyone has done in your day. There's no one today that has cared as much about you laughing as James Manor does on his YouTube page. So get subscribed. Love the channel, like the channel, and then watch the special. That's all you got to do. And if you love it, share it, baby. Share it. Luxury Lounge, great. Oh, we did that. Luxury Lounge, my towels are too luxurious. Jared, I absolutely love the pod, and I look forward to new episodes every week. My luxury complaint is that my towels are too luxurious. Hmm. I recently moved house. <laughs> I recently moved houses and decided to splurge on all new fancy bath mats and towels. I love how nice they look and how my and how I finally have a matching set of towels in a chic neutral color. Unlike the college days where whatever thin thin rag I could find would do the trick. 
That being said, I would be lying if I said I didn't somewhat regret my decision. These towels are so fluffy, absorbent, and plush that I can only fit a couple of them into the washing machine at a time, meaning that in order to wash a week's worth of towels, I need to do two or three loads of laundry. I've tried shoving them all in one load, and it just causes my washer to overflow or the, for the towels to come out absolutely soaking wet. If I could go back in time, I would have spent less money on these towels and saved my poor washing machine the stress. Thanks. They weren't from Brooklinen. You should have used the promo code. What do you think? Too luxurious of towels. I mean, they could also go buy new towels. I mean, that's that's a possibility. Yeah, but they've already put the money in. The, the problem with new towels, I actually, it's interesting that they say they're absorbent. I've noticed that with the minute you get a towel, it takes a while for them to like break in. Like weird? they don't even dry you off. Yeah. It's almost like there's this like film over it that like keeps water out of them. And you're like, wait a minute, this is the only job I needed you for. Funny though, that, that this is the question you give me because mm-hmm. I am the world's worst with drying. I, I've been friends with really? you for so long. Yeah. Have you not noticed 90% of the handshakes and high fives and fist bumps I've given you, my hands wetter than a penguin's ass? Well, <laughs> I am so bad at drying. I've noticed when I get out of the shower, I have decent towels. Mm. Not as good as goddamn megabucks over here. Yeah. But I would get out and I, 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 need, I need the gym clock to remind me of <laughs> how long to do it a little off. while. I'm like, yeah. up, 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 put it down. I'm just soaking up in my goddamn apartment. And I'm like, why do I even have a towel? I barely use it. I am the worst with this. I wash my hands constantly. Mm. You know, I'm a germaphobe before COVID. Mm-hmm. And now I have to tell people when they come in for fives, you're getting a wet hand. Oh, okay. And then everyone says, okay. And then you give it to me like, you son of a bitch. I'm like, I'm not good at drying. Yeah. The, Maybe if know, I had these towels, I would. Well, I don't like being wet at any point. Like, I don't want to be like, that's the thing you're talking about. Like, like my ex-girlfriend, you know, leaving the bathroom, leaving the bathroom. Yeah. You know, you get these, there's, you know, the air dryer. Like I want to sit there for 30 minutes. Who wants to sit at at that shit? I think we forget how important the towel is in our everyday life. And we need like when they're just not right, then you're not right. And it's like this person great point they want to use in what's what's happening for them is they can only use so many towels a week now they have to change their whole lifestyle you know they're talking about their you know to me it's interesting to me that they're like i can only wash two towels at a time per load and it's like how many towels a week are you using what are you doing what are you doing this is a life change for them that's why it's so important i feel gross now yeah i feel a little gross i feel judged by this email (laughs) Very I judged. feel judged. I mean, I would never like the idea that I, I'm using one towel, two a week, maybe. Yeah, and then I put them in the wash, and then I have some backup towels. You had a backup towels, and that's it. And I hide them. I my, have them in different drawers. My brother used to stay with me, and he would like. I remember when he stayed with me, he was like, "Any towels?" I was like, "I gave you one." We had this complaint a little while back on the lounge, so and I, you know, I remember hearing it, and I went along with it, but it stayed with me. And they were saying when they go stay with someone, they want to like have a new towel every time. And I'm like, no, when you arrive at to stay with someone, they give you one towel for the weekend and then that's it. That, it just like you got into prison. Here's your towel. Shit. You're out. My brother used to be like towel on the head, towel around the waist, one over the shoulder. I'm like, did you use three in one trip? Yeah, here's, here's the beauty, guys. If, you, if you're staying with someone and- um, Make yourself small. Make yourself small. If you want more towels, you can- um, 
go to a hotel yeah. and pay money <laughs> and they give you all the towels you want. Some of them give you a nice robe. Yeah, yeah, Ace yeah. Hotel, I'm looking at you. Sure. It's these great options, everybody. If you want luxury, pay for luxury. That's right. If you want cheap, um, go with your friend and then also don't offer to just buy him a slice of pizza. That's right. JTrainPodcast.com. James Mattern. Thank you for What a on. goddamn treat as always. Everyone Choo-choo, follow, baby. Go follow James at the James Mattern youtube.com slash the james manor the check spot comes out june 3rd watch the special what a fun totally opportunity different. something so different so like just a taste of new york comedy what a beautiful thing go 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 watch the special enjoy it share 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 i'm jared freed we're here in the luxury lounge every thursday keep sending your emails jtrainpodcast.gmail.com back next week boom